I know. Perfect. That's nice. good. I was like, eh, eh. I didn't want to say anything, but I'm like, this is a little, yeah, this is a little weird. Nighttime stories. Yeah, yeah. That's when I, that's when I uh, tell you that I didn't actually talk to Ronnie. I just <laughs> saw you. It's actually an AA meeting. So. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not where I was. Thinking. I listened to too many uh, true crime podcasts, so I'm just. <laughs> I'm like everything I look at is like I oh, yeah, someone's been murdered here. Yeah. Sure cleaned super, up good. Super dark. Uh, it's questionable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Dissolved in acid in a 55 gallon drum. Actually, that's more like uh, Breaking Bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, yep. yeah. I told you I'm slow getting the, around to watching Walter, videos. With right? all Walter White. Yeah. I just watched Breaking Bad. That's, that's a good one. I'm yeah. Dark, What's that? I'm in the dark. Never watched You're in the dark? No. Never watched Never watched Yeah, Step Your Netflix right. game up, man. Yeah, <laughs> keep trailer park boys and run. Yeah, right. 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 And I haven't watched that, so I guess I'd have to... That, uh, that's a gem as well. Yeah? A Canadian gem, for sure. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Trailer park boys? Yeah. Oh, man. Like top ten of all time. Yep. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's hard to get into, but then once you do... Like, I remember watching it the first time, and I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And then, like, I went back, and I was like, dude, these guys are geniuses. I've heard exactly that yeah. about it. Like, you have to stick through it. You gotta stick through it. Or with it. Basically, just keep the props box set on a loop, though. What's that? So just keep the props box set on a loop, though. <laughs> I never get the Netflix going, dude. No? And they bumped the price up, so... Did they? Cancel it, motherfucker. Yeah, I you know we we got rid of the cable, so we're all internet TV. But you have to pay for everything. everything I want to watch. You got to buy another channel. And you do a couple months, and it goes the price goes up, and yeah, it's and then you get people that are like, oh yeah, I still use my boyfriend's or my ex boyfriend's account, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's logged. It's that easy. It's been logged in as long as they don't change the password. I'm solid. <laughs> I've had to text a couple girls and be like, hey, get the fuck out of here. My little brother's trying to watch Ozarks. <laughs> All the only having three people streaming at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's My parents funny. will call me and be like, "Why can't we? Why can't we watch this?" And I'll be like, "All right, well, gotta go down the list another rung. See who's on it now." Right. Jeez. Well, we're kind of on. We're, oh, right we're, we're rolling or not rolling, whatever you want it to be. Hey, it's good with me. All right. Let's get into this. I'm excited. Thanks I, for having yeah. me on here. Well, hey. Now, when, now, when we were texting last night, was it you? So you have not done one before? Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Wasn't sure if it was you or Gage. I think Gage hasn't done one either. I think we're both no. first timers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Virgin blood. I was going to say, just snatching, <laughs> it, snatching it up. Yeah, that's man. so weird. I'm glad you said it first. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, welcome to episode whatever number this ends up being. It's one twenty nine, one thirty, or one thirty one, something like that. Yeah, pick whatever number you want. Yeah. There you go. Well, actually, the last interview tried that. Jesse yeah. Gregory. Oh, I, I heard that one. Did She's you? trying to steal four twenty. <laughs> She's trying to steal four twenty or sixty nine. I'm like, we're past you're that making, one. I'm like your grandfather. Here. <laughs> I don't really want to hear this, you know. Yeah. But uh, because she, she is pretty young, I think she's twenty one, maybe. Yeah, I, I think she just turned twenty one. Yeah. So I'm you, not even sure of that. I thought because, she was younger than twenty one, and then we were out at Cleveland in the bars, and I don't yeah. know Jesse all that well. Yeah. So I was talking to Brant, and he told me that she was pretty young. And yeah. then I saw her at, This was a few weeks ago? Yeah, this was a few weeks ago. She was like, um, we were at, now that's class, that like, yep. bar. Yeah. Rooms. She yeah. walked in like, hold, like double fist in cups. <laughs> I was like, how'd you get in here? And she's like, what? And I was like, no, no, how'd you, how'd you get in? And she's like, what are you talking about? So I just looked like a fucking 
Yeah. I don't know. think you could get in here. She's Cali smart. It's, yeah. There's, I don't know, there's like the, the New York hustle and there's the Cali hustle. and. I never thought about that. Maybe she was just mind gaming me. Maybe she really was they just don't, like playing yeah. it to the max. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I met her at uh, Woodward uh, last summer. Uh, the Bloom BMX Women's Weekend was also the same week that we went for Standard. So I had like a bunch of women there and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's how I got to meet her there. She's real cool. So. Oh, the, there's, a, there, there's a perfect uh, start point right there. Right. right. How long did you uh, ride with, uh, for Rick? Uh, I, rode, I rode for Rick for, I believe, six years in total. So, oh, nice. Yep, yep. So it's been a long time. And uh, I got into that through uh, a good buddy of mine, Jason Purs. Yeah. Was known as uh, Dorito. So, yep, I used to do shows for Dorito back in the day. And then, uh, I mean, he really set it off for me. He, you know, he, he bought me my first standard frame. You know, really? purchased it right from Rick and said, yo, here, here's your frame. Start riding it. So, yeah. it went from there. Oh, thanks for the water. No problem. Well, that, that's cool. So, yeah. was he, uh, now you're riding a Sabrosa, right? I am now riding a Sabrosa, yep. So, as of January of this year, I, uh, I left standard. And uh, just kind of doing my own thing for a few uh-huh. months and uh, just seeing where it goes. Um, I had been picked up recently uh, through Shadow Riding Gear. Uh, Sam, who is the TM for that, and Shadow uh-huh. uh, was real cool. Hooked us up with some parts and whatnot. And then I uh, just started really connecting with all the Shadow guys. I've, uh, I've, I mean, I've met Ronnie a couple times here and there. Uh-huh. Not really got to like sit down and fully talk. Sure. Like, deep but like uh you know i've been to sparky's with flip from the L- like all the lb's guys and stuff on oh, a couple yeah. trips we swing through there and stuff so i've had some like contact with them but not like mm-hmm. actually got to sit down and fully meet them like that and uh yeah no it's it's been awesome um matt ray was a huge huge push on that as well uh you know he reached out to ronnie and ryan yeah. and and those guys and uh-huh. said yo they should be hitting you up so and then all of a sudden you know i got the message from ryan saying hey you know we'd be down to send you some stuff and yeah. see where it goes and I'm like, let's roll. So that's I mean, awesome. It's, uh, if you'd have told, you know, 13 year old me that I, you know that Sabrosa would, you know, send me a bike uh-huh. and like see where it goes, I'm, I'm right. totally down for that because uh, I yeah. was 13 years old when I purchased my first bike. Yeah, like, my own bike. What's up, Dred? How you doing? Pretty good. Um, from like, way. nice to meet you. Nice yeah. So from like saving up uh, my own money and mowing lawns and stuff, and uh, the iron like the irony to it is like my first bike that I ever purchased was a Sabrosa Salvador. Oh, really? So, yeah, and so it was really cool when I got all the parts and I started building everything up. I was looking at the sticker kits that they sent because they sent me, like, a million stickers, too. Yeah. And there was uh, two Sabrosa Salvador stickers, and I was like, it just hit home. I'm like, wow, that, like, that really threw it back because that was hilarious. That was the first bike I ever bought. Wow. So 13-year-old me would be ecstatic. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic, but a 13-year-old me would be losing his mind. (laughs) Even just getting a text from sure, dude, that's got to feel cool. Yeah, it was was awesome. Yeah, Ryan there. Yep. Those guys are great. Um, and that's how this happened uh, that we're talking today. It was just texting with Ronnie. I think he was originally going to come up. Yep. Um, but uh, I just thought, hey, who do you have going? Because a couple years back, I did that with uh, Nuno, who's awesome, at Odyssey um, in Sunday. And I just got some really cool interviews set yep. up because because you guys are here, yep, you know, yep. just why not do it? Exactly. We'll be up for an hour, or what I'm going to tell you is an hour, but we'll probably be yeah. four. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. No, we're going we're gonna to push this one along so we hey, can... Hey, good conversation. Uh, Time flies, man. Yeah, flies exactly. We're having fun. Exactly. So with us, we have Noah McBride. I've known him a long time. I think 20 minutes now yeah. I've yeah, known yeah, you yeah. for. 
But uh, when I was chatting with him, and you're from Indiana, right? Yep, uh, Muncie, Indiana. There you go. Yep. So uh, once he said that, I'm like, hey, do you know Jamie? Are you engaged? Because I'm sweating and I'm going, what? Listen, <laughs> you know, my whole thing is I want to learn about you. You know, what what you do, why you live where you live, the whole the whole deal. Because yep. we all live in shitty areas when it comes yeah, to yeah. It comes to winter time. There's not much you can do. I mean, you can ride outside if it's clear for a while but yeah well i'm blessed in michigan we actually have quite a few indoor parks um i mean a couple have closed down more recently you know covid kind of mm. put a damper on a lot of things but my home park growing up was transitions ramp park like I mean, everyone's known about it from a long time yeah. it's in uh, dearborn michigan shout out to jason Suchin, kept that place going for a really long time and uh yeah i mean it's still there now it's uh renamed for known as lines now um they shut down half the park so the ramp side's uh, down but they revamped the whole street park mm-hmm. and uh, it's a cool vibe cool energy guys are real cool you know just keeping the scene going for everybody so sure. they welcome all aspects of every sport so i forgot to even ask you so you're in michigan yep whereabouts yep. in michigan uh, garden city michigan so okay. just uh, i'm probably like 30 minutes outside of detroit so got it yep and you're here in supercross is there this weekend Yep, yep. I was uh, originally, like I said, uh, uh, the wheel mill got rescheduled. Mm. It was originally January. I wasn't going to be able to make that. And I was kind of bummed because I was going out of town with my family. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, family vacation, so you can't be bummed there either. Uh, great weather. Right. Going to Puerto Rico. But, um, yeah, when I found out the races were this weekend, I'm like, oh, yeah, I told my brother. I'm like, we're going. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a done deal. Like, that's my Sunday church ritual, man. You just wake up, you know, and get motocross in the morning. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So when I found out it was coming to town, I'm like, we're going to that. And then they posted the dates for the welcome jam. I'm yeah. like, all right, I watch it on my phone every sunday or on tv i'm like i'm good we can can watch it again on sunday i'm not gonna miss it i'm I'm going to this jam so right definitely uh we made the truck uh got got in the car and made the truck out here so yeah i should mention that your brother's in the room um (laughs) is it dan dylan so dylan did the edit that everyone should check out which is for uh shadow riding riding gear. gear yep yep dylan actually films about 95% of all my videos. So he's uh, he's an amazing filmer. He's uh, picked up his craft over the years. And uh, what started out as filming, you know, funny little driveway edits when we were just kids just to have a little video to, to now what he's capable of. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. I sit down and look at the computer and I'm, I'm just lost. It's like a yeah. foreign language to me. So, yeah. But he's uh, hours on hours. He cranks down and then produces masterpieces. So, Jeez. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. You guys probably have a bit in common then, knowing you. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, yeah. Man, it's, I was talking to you about just editing audio. It's, that takes, you know, if it's a two-hour podcast, it's six to eight hours of editing. Just to, if I want to clean it up, just like, you know, taking out gaps or maybe, you know, doors slamming or whatever. Right, you know, right. I probably don't need to, but, but I do. So, anyway, the point is, is this video along with the audio if you're adding audio right which you probably usually are right you're adding audio audio it's, music filters overlays yeah it's like, he designs all of his own overlays like mm-hmm. all the overlays on all the clips it's he, you know it's not like he just steals them and uses yeah. them he you know he takes them and creates them his own way and builds things and Right. That, I just that absolutely Adobe? blows me. Blows yeah, my mind. I usually yeah. mostly use Adobe. I was I originally started with uh, Vegas Pro, but <sighs> Vegas Pro there really well, there really wasn't much that I could do when I got to a certain point. Um, you know, Adobe has so many After Effects and Photoshop. It has so much more you can actually achieve yeah. using all those other software. So I kind of made this jump over because it just fit for what I needed to do. Yeah. 
It's awesome. It still takes a young adult to do that. Yeah, <laughs> or definitely. someone that really, really figures that has time to really do it right. Dedication to your craft. That's, yeah, that's exactly. for sure. I mean, it's, you've got your craft. <laughs> your craft is on the two wheels and yours is, you know, do you think those played off each other? Like, do you think if you had, like, maybe gotten into your two... Like, if you got it into editing and you had started writing in, like, separate areas, do you think you would have, like, progressed as much without each other? Yeah, I don't think they would have, because honestly, I really... You know, it's kind of hard to find somebody that puts out good actual writing to actually match with the filming. I mean, it's got to meet both ways. It's not like a one-way street. you got to have a good writer and good filming to make a good video. It's kind of... Hard. So over the years, the the progression of both of us has kind of molded us to where we're at now. I feel like if we both started out in different areas, I don't think either of us would have really kind of got to the point. I know I push him to the point where we're filming. I usually I'll spice up his lines and make him do something, add in there an extra bar spin or two, make that kind of shoulder nudge, make him grin his teeth down at me like really like anybody who films with Dylan can contest to that. That whatever you come to him and you're like, yo, okay, yo, I want to film something. This is what I want to do. Dylan's like, yeah, that's that's cool and all. Like that's that's sweet. We can do that. But like, yeah, what what about what about this? Or you, you want to add this here? And, and everyone's like, whoo, whoo. Like, all right, yeah, we'll go for it. And then when you finally get it done, and it's just like, wow, dude, thanks for thanks for adding that in because that definitely pushed me a little bit, and it came out so much better. I'm glad that's what we ended up settling for. So that's awesome. But uh, having him as a filmer, you know, I, I feel fortunate enough because I mean, there's so many good writers out there in the world, but trying to have access to a filmer is. I know I've got so many friends that they, they don't have that luxury and you know I sometimes you know take it for granted and try not to that you know I've got one of the best dudes right you know living in the room right next to me you know we, awesome. we rent a, you know I bought a house and he rents a room from me so we're right there yeah. so anytime I'm like hey yo let's go let's go ride he's like I'm down or right. or he's coming to me like yo are we riding today I'm like uh, I'm like yeah let's go right, let's go man let's go so the motivation over the years like to keep riding um, I think we've just been feeding each other. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah. I mean, he's uh, currently dealing with a couple injuries that he's been back and forth with over the last couple of years. But uh, he also kills it on a bike too. So just the, yeah. you know, the back and forth motivation between the two of us has just formed us into who we are and why mm-hmm. we love this sport. So nice. See, he's he's truly a bro cam, bro cam guy. Oh, he's, uh, he's the bro cam. Because <laughs> usually you get situations where you got a group of what five or six guys that ride together, and and none of them have that that skill necessarily mm-hmm. so it's just like hey can you do this this and you know yeah that's the the other bro cam yeah yeah well, uh, amateur pro bro cam yeah a few years ago we uh we put out a, a full-length dvd which uh it was just our friends and uh not many people get to do that or get to make it into what it is and actually turn it into a material object and mm-hmm. um dylan you know had no idea going into that what he was getting himself into and yeah. He's like, well, you know, we're just going to start stacking clips and we'll get it figured out. And, you know, when it comes time to edit, I'll, yeah. I'll figure out how to turn it into an actual DVD and mm-hmm. created a masterpiece. It's called The Way Out. Uh, it's also on YouTube now. So if you don't actually have a hard copy, mm-hmm. uh, you can check that out as well. It's uh, about 60 minutes of just raw footage of all of our close homies uh, yeah. from Detroit. They were from like the Michigan area. Oh, okay. Just going down. And we got a lot of guest clips from everybody all over that we stayed with and stuff. And oh, nice. So it was a really cool project. Full mm-hmm. street video. And uh, what he formed that into is just 
wow and to be yeah. able to have that as a tangible item for like the rest of my life right yep so it's, it's badass I got a yes. cool frame that I had made for him like with the, one of the t-shirts he had designed for the DVD and like the master copy and everything hanging in our living room so it's like a cool memento that we get to hold on to forever that's wild yeah speaking of the brocan yeah I feel like like when people talk about brocan mm-hmm. filming tends to get like shoved off as like a, a chore or a task that yeah. like you have to do for the betterment of our writing so it takes yeah. like a really special person to be like no, this is like we're filming so people can see like fucking your guys' writing. Yeah. And to like take it from like a chore to an art form. Yeah. Is important. And I had somewhere to go from that, but I fucking lost Wait, it. I, so <laughs> there was a uh I, I wanna say Casey Smith had a uh one of his podcast episodes talked about that a bit. Yeah. You know, feeling like it's it's you're burdening someone by asking them to to film something of you. Right. But, oh, uh, absolutely. You kind of get this line. I guess I do feel kind of funny more I think about it. Yeah. The pressure's come on more and more lately in Michigan, um, as with a couple of the parks closing that used to be, you know, you pay a full price for a full session day. Now it's, you know, we were paying $14 and we get two hours of riding. So can you imagine you only get two-hour session and you're asking your buddy, like, hey, do you want to film this real quick? It may take me, you know, 15, 20 yeah. minutes. But like, and he's trying to ride, too. You want to endure through this real quick for me? Hopefully I get it first try, but if not, you know, it could take a few minutes. So, And they're all, yeah, and they paid just as much as you did to ride. So, Right. But, uh, you know, you just got to give the respect back. And once you land your clip, you're like, hey, do you want to film anything? Like, yeah. I'll sit behind the camera for a little bit. So, yeah. But uh, it's never a burden like that with Dylan. He's always down to sit there and, and, and send it. That's awesome. Yeah, the, uh, the first throwing the bar, the first initial bar on something spooky for me. Oh, God, yeah, I'll be there for a few minutes. And, you know, he's just, he'll just yell at me and tell me, like, just throw it, man. Cause as soon as you throw it, it's on. It starts from there. But that yeah. first initial trying to get that bar out of the way or get that first trick going, it's like it's always the hardest part. But once you get it going, then it's, it's on from there. Actually, I should ask Dylan, do you put the clips of not making it until he makes it you know how people do that no sometimes, sometimes i try to avoid doing that because it kind of you know it kind of drags out it kind of loses the attention of the person that's viewing the video okay you know uh, i know i try to focus mostly on trying to show off the actual ramp and what they're actually riding mm-hmm. uh because i've seen so many videos of just being one clip just a real quick like a three whip and it's like you couldn't really even see what they were doing the three whip on nor the landing or the run up that they had oh, to endure, like to to get to that point you know sometimes it's like the most ridiculous run up and it's like you can't even tell that they're over here transferring from one tr- lip to another when uh, you just did one angle you know what i mean so it's like i try to get as many angles as possible so usually before he actually wants to film it i'll try to get like a run up mm-hmm. a couple angles at it and try to figure out my angle and i usually have a couple angles i can usually Oh, and you work it. that into the actual make. Correct, yeah. Instead okay. of using the falls, the I kind of... Because I feel like the falls really, like I was saying, it kind of loses the attention of the person that's been viewing it. They, right. they see their buddies trying it all yeah. the time, trying to trip for hours at the skate park, you know? Unless you so give them did. a really juicy fall. And yeah. Then yeah, right, like, right, right, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was worth yeah, it, man. Yeah. normally what I'll play. It's <laughs> a good fall, I'll play it. But right, right. If it's not really, I don't usually try to build the suspense like that. I kind of let the music right. do that and kind of just try to... I kind of got used to it, and sometimes you watch them, and they and the guy never makes it. Yeah, oh, that's, that, that's, that's depressing. So I'm kind of sucked into that a little bit, you know, watching them. But I agree with you. I'd rather I'd rather see more of the making of, and then the make. Yeah, I'm a I'm a yeah. hoc everything. I don't I don't plan. I don't like think. I just fucking throw music down, throw clips on it, and like wherever it ends up. It's like it's like. A, like a deductive art, like sculpting. Like you start with a chunk of fucking clips and then like you just start whittling away at it. So 
Yeah. yeah, I don't even think that much. That's like the style of filming that you do and the style of writing that you do are so like polished and they complement each other in such a good way. It kind of has always fucking blown my mind. That's why I always like I always like that question. Like I wonder if they would be the same mm-hmm. if they were separate entities. Yeah, right. I honestly think I got most of my like kind of my editing scope <laughs> like art from original uh, filmers in. Michigan that I grew up like looking up to was Alex Burnside and I kind of took it after him. He uh, he did a couple. He did like an actual video part which was the the Michigan video, and uh, I don't know if it was he got more offered money for doing non BMX gigs or if he kind of got burnt out, but kind of ventured away from BMX and I kind of filled the role in it. Mm-hmm. Kept taking into that that same style that he had and kind of doing my own style with it and. Mm-hmm. I don't know, over the years, just kind of seeing other people's style, trying to throw in, and then I got like a, kind of like a little like way that I feel like it needs to be, like a paper, like you know how like there's an intro, that, you know, you got your three sure. paragraphs, your conclusion, I feel like in the beginning I kind of always try to fit the music with it and try to make like a intro to it, and then I try to stick to like showing off more of the clips and mm-hmm. more of the, the box jumps that they're riding or the spot they're riding, and then I'll try to end it with... The actual ender so it gives it like an actual same vibe that it's kind of yeah. standard for BMX I feel like mm-hmm. and for like skateboarding I kind of just keep it in that that retro vibe of yeah trying to keep it in like a formatted paper yeah, yeah. yeah. and not many people film that way or no, edit I, that I way I feel like there there is but I feel like there's things that people are missing and mm-hmm. you know it's just it's a preference yeah. thing you know I feel like I I want to try to hit all the things that I have standards for myself uh-huh. to make sure I feel like I'm happy with my actual finished product yeah um because i've watched my older videos and kind of like dang you know i could see where i can definitely improve right. kind of it's where i've molded myself right. to where i'm at today it's like it's people awesome. listening to themselves talk yeah i know exactly what you're talking about you're like fuck dude i'm never watching that again Yo, like, man. yeah oh that's <laughs> like listening to this i'm gonna listen to myself and be like, all right yeah yeah a lot, of people, know, yeah, but, a lot um, of people don't and by the way you can leave now if you want because i'm just gonna talk yeah to yeah talk guys. to these guys yeah, yeah like, all right, right i'm, I'm out yeah, yeah sounds good like, <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you had to elevate first? Like, as you were, like, kind of fucking progressing. Oh, I think it was definitely him. I jumped in after because Burnside was, like, the main shoe on the foot. He was doing most of his videos in the beginning. So you had to, you had to like, rise to meet his riding? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I started out pretty, you know, I'll say, some of the videos, if you see them in the very beginning, which they're not on YouTube, they're on, like, Vimeo, which are really kind of hard to find. <laughs> yeah, they got, fucking yeah, they're, like, they're terrible, down. they're, like, cringy when you watch them, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that, like, right. but, you know, it happens when you grow with years, you get more experience. But if you've know? got your riding on Vimeo, you're fucking... You're vetted. Like you've been, you've been, you've been there for yeah. a yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. If you've got clips on Vimeo, like you're fucking, you're underground for sure. Yeah. It's, wow. Yeah. But yeah, started out from there and mm-hmm. just blew up because before, I mean, we just started out as riding just because it was fun. You know, all of our friends did it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like I've been on two wheels my whole entire life. You know, growing mm-hmm. up, dad was always just into the, the daredevil kids. You know, he's right. building. He he took the laundry table out from the basement. And, got a different table for down there whatever and he chopped the legs off to make it into like a step up <laughs> so we got a six foot deck box and we're putting like the x-factor ramps up to it and just <laughs> launching them at you know six seven five six seven years old just sending that you know i'm wearing nothing but shorts i don't even have shoes on i've got photos of me all just just rad like just scraped up all the way down my body and my mom uh-huh. comes out and she's like lay back down i gotta get a reenactment photo of me laying on the ground with my bike on top of me so we've got all these funny photos when we were like just little kids and then uh 
moved out to like the country more uh, area there. We started riding dirt bikes a lot and then uh, moved back into the city and not really a lot of places to ride dirt bikes. So we started uh, picking the bikes back up. But uh, we had a few years where we were skateboarding and getting into that. And uh, Dylan was always way better at skateboarding than I was. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going back to going back to my roots i'm getting on a bmx bike and then uh he stayed skateboarding for a little bit and then shortly after he followed in and well now that we've been riding bikes it's 15 years i mean like i said it feels like my whole entire life but like Mm -hmm. of like starting to like actually progress and you know doing lots of tricks and having fun with it it was like yeah i think about 15 16 years now so yeah the skateboard uh, uh, skill that you have probably works pretty well with with uh, recording, I would think. Oh, definitely. It definitely helped play to hand with that. Like, I, I can skate down the ramps and keep right up with them with fisheye clips. And yeah. I actually just recently bought a one wheel. Uh, so that's actually a little difficult. It was difficult at first to get used to, but that's actually a blessing in disguise. I can go 20 miles an hour from zero and keep moving with them. And What's a one wheel? It's like a skateboard with a... It's like, it's like a skate. It's like a flat flat skateboard deck with like yeah. a, a go-kart wheel on the bottom of it. Uh, right in the middle. And you just lean. Okay. It's like kind of like... Um, you're filming on that? Kind of like a... What are those? Like segways, you know? But yeah, yeah. Without the handles, but you're going sideways like a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just skate with it. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty cool because like I, can, <laughs> I don't have to keep pushing so I can keep my angles a little more steady. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to go from zero to 20 to keep up with these dudes rather than the skateboard to get going I'd have to start pushing yeah. prior or I'd have to get running to start and the angles wouldn't look as good in the beginning so right. I know it definitely helped with some of my filming grabbing a one wheel um, it was a cool little extra that I didn't really need but definitely wanted yeah and trying to film while skateboarding definitely shows that he was 100% the better skater than I because <laughs> you put a skateboard in my hand and then give me the camera and it's like I'm like, whoa, man, trying to drag my foot and make sure I got him inside of the, the fisheye. Right. It's, it's definitely an art form that I respect because I, uh, I I don't have that fisheye filming quality there. We've been doing that snowboarding lately, my son and I. Yeah. Well, it's more him because he's he's way better at me, yep. me at snowboarding. But same, same idea. I found it really, really hard to video him because I'm going along this park line at the ski mountain at the place we go. And, I mean... I'm trying not to catch an edge and get flipped backwards. I'm trying to, trying to get him at the same time. So, and I think skateboarding is harder than that. It's got to be a hundred percent harder than being on a snowboard. It has this difficult, you know, like because obviously there's cracks on the grounds and stuff like that. Yeah. And only a, a, a pebble ground, pebbles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you name it. Yeah. Obstacles in the way that you can't ride up and over on a skateboard while you're rolling. I mean, snowboard you can go over little bumps and stuff. So it is a little difficult to do on a skateboard, but you can make it work. Yeah, especially when you hit a stop rock and you go, you know, flying with a two thousand dollar camera in your hand and Oof, try not yeah. to land on that thing. So he's definitely taking his fair share of slams holding on to the camera. But he's uh, he's good at keeping them up. So yeah. What's the age difference between you guys? I didn't. I we are sixteen that. months apart. So, oh really? Yeah, a year and four months. Oh wow. So extremely close. My mom swears she had twins <laughs> growing up, but we had to have the same <laughs> things. Irish ones. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> going growing up, it's like we had to have the same things. Like. He gets something on his birthday, and I'm over here pouting because I gotta wait eight months for my, or I gotta wait, you know, I gotta wait for the rest of the year for mine to come right. around so I can get the same exact thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some funny stories there for sure. We have lots of memories on that, but yeah, my mom swears she birthed twins. So <laughs> there for a second, I thought you were gonna say six months, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, yeah. six, sixteen months, sixteen months, so a year and four months apart total. So yeah, yep. So part of the year I got two years on them, the other yeah. part of the year I got one year on them. So wow. 
Yeah. So this always confuses me. Um, I'm sure you do this full time, and you make you, your whole career is riding bikes, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Right. That's what no, I no, 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 definitely not that <laughs> no. fortunate. But, so. the, but this always has has, uh, has been kind of a question for me. Of course, I think I'm losing the question right now. But just the whole idea of, uh, I in fact, I, I'm going to refer to Casey again. It's like, what is pro? Uh, it's got to be difficult to juggle what you're doing with full time jobs. It, it definitely has its effects because um, you only get a certain number of paid vacation days so trying to make it to all the events you got to kind of schedule where you're going to go sure. I consider myself a big weekend warrior yeah. you know, I'll take long weekends so I'll take a, you know, a couple of days off at the end of the week and maybe roll into the beginning of the next week and try to make the trip last go through a weekend Sure. Um, but yeah like I said I just try to plan my stuff out ahead so I know what I can get to and you know, pick the events that will best suit what I want to do and that I think I'll have the most fun at. So, right. how many months out is your schedule been? Because I've been doing the same thing. Like I've got like my fucking phone calendar is yep. backed up. How many, how many months out are you? I I would say currently right now I'm about three months out. So I'm usually somewhere roughly around three to five months out on what I want to do. So yeah, know, when I so find some, find an event schedule, I usually kind of put that right down. Oh, okay, that I like. So something like this, like we were talking about before, it was on your schedule. Had couple for a couple of weeks ago, right? Or was it January? It was January, it was yep, okay. January. And it was on my schedule prior to that uh, in the previous year. And then uh, we booked a family vacation and I kind of right. totally gapped on the times and I was like, oh yeah. man. Right. So I was like, all right, well, like, you know, the family vacation's already booked for us. So I guess I'll just have to, you know, catch the next one. Sure. And then, uh, you know, by the, grace of, by the grace of God, I got a blessing there. Yeah, yeah right. and I ended up getting rescheduled. For some people, it was a blessing like me, others not so much, but. Right. Um, but yeah, and uh, to be able to come out here today and shred i always love these jams they're a great yeah. time the patosny's put on a, a hell of a show so it is it is i can't wait so. i don't know how long the welcome jam has been going on here i, I should know this because it was part of an interview interview i did with mike and mark but uh i think they originally started outdoors at their parents house yeah pam's front yard something like that yep yep shout uh, out pam yeah yep so uh so yeah now it's now it's winter i think the i i think at that time this wasn't here once it was built it yep. became a, i think it's a great idea, idea to do a, a welcome jam yeah in the winter i've i've but. been to the welcome jam here at the wheel mill three times now for sure so yeah. and i and i know i've missed one so i think we've had i think they've had four total maybe maybe more i could be wrong so but i know how many i've been to and i know one i've missed so right right yep. like i think i missed last year's right right in the middle of covid i don't did they have a smaller, a smaller one? I was gonna say I don't, they might not have. No, it was the one where they had the the pink, the pink fog or whatever. Or the I mean, not the pink fog. They had like red lights with the fog going up under the rail. I think that was two I mean, years. I think that was January, two years ago, twenty twenty. Because I remember yeah. the year prior to that, it was over the foam pit. Oh, that okay. one, that one was pretty fun. I was there yeah. for that one, and then I think I missed the other one. So. Oh okay. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, back out here again. Yeah, this place is awesome. It really is. So is Ray's. I mean, all these places are great. So, Absolutely. What are the names of the places that that are uh, near you in Michigan? Um, so like I said, Transitions was the was my local for so many years, and that was my spot to go to because you had the you know the ramp side and the street side. You had a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, with that now being reduced down to a smaller park and um, whatnot, I tend to ride uh, Modern Skate Park a lot, and uh, another one's called Zero Gravity. Okay. Um, they're both roughly about 45 minutes from my house so okay. yep so modern's usually like a tuesday thursday um the only two days they have bmx sessions um 
they don't let us come in any day of the week, anytime we want. So really, yeah, they uh, they used to do three times a week, and we had three hour sessions, and then COVID killed it, and then they uh, they cut the sessions back, and then they were doing them like Tuesday, Thursday, five to seven, and I'm like, dude, I can't even get there after work, like trying to get there by five. So then they they bumped it back from uh, to six to eight now, so it's a little more feasible. But it used right. to be three hours, three times a week. Right. So, I mean, we're getting cut back a little bit there, but uh, hopefully uh, George, the owner, we've talked to him a few times with, you know, the amount of rent outs that we've done in the last couple of months and had the showings of how many BMX riders will actually show yeah. up if you give us the day. Right. It's like, give us Sundays back or, you know, add an extra hour on there for us. Right. Like, you know, we'll get the guys there. You know, the scene's there. They just need, you know, we just need the spot to ride. So. How many ways are they splitting it? And with what disciplines? Like, is it skate like That's, one day? So they get mostly skate sessions and then in the middle of the bike sessions, the two hour ones, the mm. skaters are able to skate there and skate and everything in our sessions too. So they're kind of in the way and just do what they want. And huh. They cater more to skating more than biking, which yeah. is unfortunate. I grew up in a skate park is what it is. where everybody rode everything. Mm-hmm. Skaters, skateboards, scooters, rollerblades, any, anything you want. It, everybody's in the same room everybody's got respect for each other everyone's watching out you know yeah yeah collisions happen it's on it's it's a skate park it's gonna happen sure but you know there's courtesy everybody you know everyone's looking out for everybody anybody look more scarier like i mean they make it sound like a biker coming at you with all that weight is intimidating but it just is intimidating as a skateboard coming across the park with nobody on it you know what i mean so it's different ways of how you look at it you know i just think that they're more creating a segregation and creating Mm -hmm. animosity between skaters and bikers if by making non-skaters sessions and biking sessions but mm-hmm. we're all there to do the same thing you know I know a lot of skaters are upset when bikers show up to the session and you know skaters are or it's vice versa we're upset when they're there and it's like yeah. if they made it to where everybody was able to ride at the same exact time I feel like over the years it'll create more leeway to where there won't be the segregation between the yeah. two groups and kind of <laughs> you're forcibly being I, divided yeah i definitely don't get bummed when they're there i'm like you know what like if yeah. you want to be here and skate the same time i'm riding right right that's awesome i'm i'm happy for you i wish that i was allowed the luxury of coming to ride when you guys are skating yeah. you know get here a little earlier make my session a little longer maybe come right. on a day that i you know i typically couldn't come ride here mm-hmm. something that fits better for my schedule but over time um you know yeah. it's We'll work on it. He's so. been talking with you about it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. At least so his communication. We'll see, on we'll it. see where it goes. Right. So. But uh, zero gravity, that's one. the other one I get to ride at. That's like transitions. You know, you kind of get mm-hmm. everybody in at the same spot, and everybody's courteous of each other. We all watch, and right. everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's going their own way. But if you've been at a skate park for a while, you kind of know the direction and the flow of mm-hmm. things. And if you see somebody going the way you want to go, you know, pick a different route. So, right, right. But, yeah, I mean, we... I've got tons of friends that are skaters, tons of friends that are scooter riders. We all get along just great. So the fact mm-hmm. that we all can't share the same session times at certain skate parks, it's a little disheartening. But yeah. uh, with some more time and showing that we can all get along, and I think that we can turn that around easily. So Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would think so. And it's in the best interest of the park owner, too. Right. I, mean, I think that we've already made that reach out to you know by trading over to plastic pedals plastic pegs plastic hub guards trying to fold for what they you know would say that we were destroying their skate parks you know uh-huh. we're using a lot of plastic stuff now just so we can kind of be able to ride what they want us to yeah fit for what they want us to do you know not to grind out sure. copings and stuff like that which most people try not to grind out cool coping and stuff yeah. like that which it's respectable yeah absolutely do you experience that at all in indiana no we got one, maybe two indoor skate parks that even allow bikes. 
mostly because a lot of the indoors that are in Indiana are smaller and it's mm -hmm. just like skate ledges and stuff. Uh, the one we do have is owned by Rich Hoppy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, my yeah. hero, basically. And, oh, that guy's uh, awesome. Yeah, so, no, they're not segregated. And the skate scene in Fort Wayne is, like, legendary, so we don't, yeah. we don't... We have almost the opposite issue where there's just no skate parks. So I would rather have a skate park to complain about than, than yeah. not. But, right. um, you know, I can still make it up to modern, so... Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have the indoor problem in Indy, right. but um, definitely yeah. not have that problem at race. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not have that problem at race. I've never seen him with skate race. Well, I, I mean, it would be, it would be cool if uh, you know the ramps could be a little more skate accessible for skaters. I'd love to see some dudes. Uh, you know, there's some some killers on some boards that can definitely jump some jumps. So yeah. that's always a cool art form to see a skater hit a ramp like that. So. You ever been down to Mike's cool. Bike Park? Uh -huh. It's like a little mini race. I've, 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 I've heard of it before, yeah. but I've never been there. It's probably but. not worth like a seven-hour drive or whatever it would be for you. Maybe not seven. Anything's but. worth a drive when it's something new, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it's, right. it's, it's definitely, session. if you right. made it a trip. Yeah, I mean, it's that's only an hour for me. So, like, if it's raining, you can go hit it up. But they get, like, it's small enough that the skateboarders ride it. And it's yeah. kind of cool. It's a, it's a good, like, it's a bike park, but the skaters get on it. Yeah. yeah. I hate when they, you know, try to segregated is you know yeah. it's this park or that park no bikes allowed no it's, skaters allowed it's like you know let's, let's all just get along it's it's, it's a not, great it's a great time we're all trying to have fun so yeah it's not just, 1989 dude. like we can all ride you know yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy but and we have a few parks a few outdoor parks too that are skate only and are no bikes allowed and yeah. it's like ah, oh, come on man dude. but over the years we've kind of inched our ways in and you still get kicked out here and there depending on if you know if you're rolling through with 10 15 guys on bikes and you're trying to ride a park that no bikes are allowed at but right. you can sneak in with like you know one or two guys get a couple sessions in and then get out of there so mm -hmm. but it's still a good time so but like like Noah said you know I I can't complain on not being mm -hmm. able to ride a, a park on a certain day and all that stuff when we're blessed with so many parks in Michigan to the extent of you know maybe not having the luxury of having all these parks at my leisure within an hour drive of my house that's yeah. not what I do I would I would bitch I'm a bitcher I would be bitching every time <laughs> I, was in there, I would be shit talking so hard um anyways do you like are you live and die by the Midwest skate park like indoor like Midwest indoor is like a fucking thing like a legendary thing are you like are you about it, or are you trying, like, as you progress, are you trying to get somewhere warmer? Like, I, to be honest with you, I'm, uh, I'm always trying to trying to figure something out. Um, like I said, I just bought a house in February here in Michigan, so I feel so like I'm kind of tied down for kind of tied down for a minute. I'm not locked permanently. Like I said, it's a, it's a short term goal, just because uh, you know renting was so expensive at the time and. To get a mortgage, it was almost half the price that I was renting, so it was a no-brainer. But I don't think I'm definitely tied down. I'm definitely into checking out somewhere warmer and whatnot. Um, but I am definitely tied to the indoor season of yeah. Michigan or just Midwest skate parks. It's a whole different vibe. Um, you know, I like the change of the seasons. You know, you get to go outside and enjoy the outdoor parks, get to enjoy street, hang out with your buddies outside, and then you also get that same vibe going inside. You know, mm -hmm. you get now you got these indoor sessions. Yeah. So it, it's a takeaway and a you know a push in the same same direction that they're both awesome in their own way. So, but definitely uh, would think that or prefer that it outside. Or not even outside, just warm. I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> it takes me a while to get warmed up, man. I got to get sweating, so I'm not the. I'm not the hop out of the car, just send it guy for sure. So once I break a sweat, I'm good. So on the hot days, I warm up a lot quicker than I do in the skate mm -hmm. park. So, I think it just makes you appreciate it more. It makes you appreciate when it is winter indoor, when it's nice out outdoor parks, and 
Absolutely. You know, just if, whereas if you know, we all live in Florida, we can go any time. I don't think I want to go. Because I <laughs> you know what I mean? It just yeah. means more. I think me. it helps build character for a lot of the indoor riders because, you know, being indoor stuck inside, mm-hmm. riding these foot tall ledges all winter, you're ready to progress into an actual street rail. And then when it hits spring, you're like, I finally get the chance to actually try that trick I've been working on all winter on an actual rail. So it's like sometimes these, it, it makes them more hungry for springtime it makes it actually more motivating to actually get out there into the street rather than feeling like oh this is all i ride i only ride street you know yeah they they get stuck with that for the winter and you know then they're like itching to get back out there so it's, yeah. it's, it's nice the change is nice going back and forth right it's right. kind of the midwest bmx thing you know that i've kind of adapted to you know ride everything right. i don't really have a specific uh, if you ask me what was my favorite like what's my favorite thing to ride Put something in front of me. I'm I'm down. Right. Street trails park. X Factor. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> was it X Factor ramp? Yeah. Just, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yep. Yeah, back in the day, the X Factor ramps. Yeah. yeah the one you're talking about with. It's like a laundry table. It's like a foot. It's like a foot. It's like a foot tall black lip that yeah. is just yeah. <laughs> Do you uh, the NBL grands? Those yeah. things were like the fucking that, that was the side action in the pits dude like you'd be at Louisville like during the grands and you'd yeah. like ride around the pits and kids would just have their like x-factor ramps set up and you would like get your little crew riders and you'd pedal around <laughs> yeah. and you'd be like I can jump further on them motherfuckers than you can yeah you'd be like no you can't and then you would launch like we would get tape measures out and shit and oh my god you'd get mangled on those things cause oh, it's a bunch man. of little race kids dude yeah. Yeah. on their like Mike Patazny what up what up thanks for the space at the wheel mill. Welcome, Jam. Dude, it's about getting noisy. 2022. That's right. Hey, enough about the NBL, dude. Um. <laughs> no, and, and I apologize for interrupting. Oh, no. I realized the last time you went through, I'm like, oh, I should have shouted him out. You know, so when you went through, I just went to no, I so, wanted to ask Jamie about, do you think the do you think the indoors, like, have an effect on your riding style? Absolutely. Yeah, I think all of Michigan does. Uh, it's just uh, very diverse so many different riders it's not just all one aspect so being able to have so many different homies that ride different things I kind of bounce around from all of that and it's kind of just turned me into what I am um, started out really riding more of the ramp side of it um, you know scrawny little kid didn't really have the muscles to ride street like that but uh, Dylan was the first one that ventured over into the street room and started grinding stuff and I'm kind of like oh, well you know I want to ride and hang out with my brother so I'm like alright I'll get in there and grind some stuff and yeah. I was uncomfortable for a while but now yeah. I've uh, kind of adapted to where I just I don't even have a preference I can get on a skate park and write every little aspect of it and have a blast or right. go outside and write anything in front of me and have a blast so yeah Michigan's uh definitely been a huge play in where I'm at um having LB's so close to my house like I mean LB's has always been an hour from my house so flipping all those guys uh, Scott and I was gonna Turbo see you guys know Scott Craig Town right Scott Town Scott Town's awesome he uh I've known Scott for a long time he's a really great guy just recently uh Got me some Etnies, hooked me up with some shoes, so I'm like nice. stoked, stoked on that too. So yeah. it's been a it's been a great great time. That's awesome. He, he's he's such a great guy. Scott Scott's awesome. I've known Scott for a long time. Every time you come around him, he's always got a smile on his face. He's always having a good time, yeah. trying to do as much as he can for the BMX community. And you have to read his posts. I mean, I'm sure you do, but mm-hmm. in, and I don't know if you do. You I Scott? just met him at that Waterford Oaks gym. Really, oh, okay. first time. Yeah, I was so stoked. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, everything you can imagine. But when you when you read his posts, his Instagram posts, I mean, they're thoughtful. You going for like the and hashtags it's too? A story. Like, yep. Yeah. And then his has creative hashtags yeah. all over. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, 
he, he knows what's up and, exactly. and just exactly he's a story every day mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's amazing absolutely so anyway I, I'm glad you brought him up because I was going to ask you mm-hmm. if you're near him at all yep. um, and his kids skate right yep yep so that's that's cool but uh, what else was I going to ask you I didn't have a ton yeah. uh, so any other kids in your family or just the two boys oh yeah there you go there's another one man I almost forgot about my little sister so I have a, I have a she just turned 16 16 year old sister her name's Olivia um, she's always loved Dylan and I riding she's always yeah. looked up to it you know she's got the coolest older brothers in the world and there's a 13 year difference between her and I so really? and yeah so it's like it's crazy so wow. um, having that difference between each other yeah seeing her brothers go out and do all this and have fun on bikes all yeah. of a sudden the last couple of years she's really got into it and so uh, she's been biking for two or three years now uh-huh. and uh, yeah she's just been we've been taking her around we took her to women's weekend uh, a couple weeks ago and really had a blast there she always loves Ray's Dylan's taking yeah. her there quite a bit and mm-hmm. um, she uh, won actually uh, the free week Bloom BMX was giving out uh, free weeks to three different girls I believe last year to Woodward yeah and uh, you had to create a video and uh, you got Dylan at your disposal <laughs> with this <laughs> video together it. and he's like he just edited it so perfectly yeah. I'm like, dude, it's, it, I'm like, we're, uh, we'll see. I'm like, we'll see. And then all of a sudden they picked her and I'm like, between your riding and Dylan's filming and how well put together the video was, it's like, you guys just nailed it as a That's team. Wow. And uh, she got to go and uh, just so happened to be the same week that she was going was the week that I was also going when I was riding for standard for standard week. Yeah. So Bloom BMX week and standard week was going on at the same time. So not only did she get to go for her first time. Sure. As a you know, winning a contest to get to go for a week as a free rider, she also got to go with her two brothers too, which she loves riding with. So wow. it was cool to have all three of us, like the whole family, there getting to ride around and enjoy that skate park and share that wow. experience with her. Um, Dylan and I never got to go to Woodward as a kid, so sure. I didn't get to go to Most Woodward until didn't. as an adult. You know, until you yeah. go there as a visiting pro with Standard, mm-hmm. which at the time you know was mind blowing um, I've got to go there on a few occasions for a week and mm. uh, place is always a good time so the yeah. fact that I could share that with her and uh-huh. let her see how awesome that place is and how much they do for everybody so all the staff there just it's, it's like a home cool place yeah it's like home it doesn't I, get any better I think I may have told you Noah but uh, maybe maybe not I'm interviewing Jay Dalton on Tuesday Jay. And I'm sure you see him oh, a lot at Woodward. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he lives there, right? Yeah, dude's got the he's got the cheat codes, man. Yeah, the post yeah. office. Oh, he yeah, he got the cheat codes, man. Well, I, thankfully, someone broke his femur, so he, so he's back home. Oh, so he's back man. home. That is because that's the only way I'm going to get a podcast done with him. Yeah, we live oh, in the same state. You see him walking around at Woodward in the snow in his shorts, dude. It's because his bones are all brittle. That's oh, why they fucking snap. Yeah, yeah right. Are you kidding me? That big dirt bike land in there. I ride dirt bikes too, and I've had a yeah. few slams. And when he said that, I'm like, I can only. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ah. Oh. I've gotten ragdolled a few times, and uh, yeah, it's not fun. So to hear that, to hear somebody go down yeah. rough like that. Yeah. You know that pain had to be intense. You know the femur being the hardest bone to break in your body, yeah. and for him to snap it clean in half. Oh, yeah. didn't he just come off a different injury too? Wasn't he like gearing back up? I could be just talking. Uh, about I, I know he's had issues with his shoulder for That's a long time, was, yeah. but yeah, he's uh, 
He's absolutely insane on a bike. Right. Style's unmatched. Oh, he Height is. is unmatched. His speed, power. He's got that Woodward style. Yeah. <laughs> like, Woodward, yeah. Woodward style, but like Woodward with like style. with the boost on it, because right. like nobody he, else yeah. is going higher than that dude. So. And he doesn't Woodward do like the Woodward tricks. He could do like a fucking bar hump and make it look cool. I've always, right. I've always loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very creative rider. Yeah. Really cool guy. Definitely he's, love Jay. He, he's great. How you so doing? Um, I'm. I'm psyched that it's gonna work out. Yeah, they will do his on Tuesday, and I was gonna drive to his house. It's like an hour away, and he's like, "No, no, I have to get out of my house. I'll come to your house." Nice. I'm like, "All right, hey, whatever. I don't care." It's been what a week or two, it. and he's already going stir crazy. Uh, no, I think he's. Uh, geez, I don't know. We had the walker, and now he's he's he may be walker and cane, but he's he keeps calling himself the cane master. He said, "Once I master the cane, then I'll come up and we'll do it." Nice. And he sent me a message saying, "I'm." I'm the cane master, I'm ready. Nice, so, nice. So anyway, I don't know. He's probably pushing it. It probably has only been a few weeks. I don't know. I don't yeah. know when he got hurt. To I be honest, it was a few weeks ago, but it's I'm not exactly sure. But they can put. They've got because I had a buddy who just broke a fever, yeah. and I went to go see him because like I had to drop some stuff off to him. I'm not yeah. like I wasn't going to see him just to like check up on him. I was sure. like taking him shit. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not his mom, you know. But, <laughs> but like I was taking him. Yours, not a big deal. He, he like I walked into the. Uh, hospital room and he was sure. like walking around I was pissed I was like why didn't I even come you could have yeah. fucking gone and got it but, did uh, he have a rod put in there yeah I was like how are you walking right now because this was the next day mm-hmm. and yeah they like emergency surgery to like yeah. an eye beam in there basically right but, yeah. right so I would I don't I, know if he's pushing it I enough. think I'd rather do that one than the tip tip I don't know I've never done any of them so I'll keep yeah. you that way right <laughs> take everyone's word for that Pick up some uh, shadow riding gear for myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely exactly. recommend that. It's yeah. definitely has been even before I got hooked up through the shadow riding gear. I was always my pads. So yeah, shadow riding gear. Yeah, the the knee pad, the featherweight or the invisalite knee pads and shin pads and yep. See, you're repping them too. Yep, I got them on as well. Yep, I got and them. And then uh, the featherweight helmet for sure was a game changer for me when I found that because I. Uh, I don't know, man. I got a bobblehead. You know, I land flat or I land a little <laughs> rough. My head just starts bobbing. So, that, and it was always the weight of the helmet. So to right. switch over to the featherweight, the helmet like weighs almost absolutely nothing, yeah. and still giving you the protection that you need. Yes. Is it a full so, cup? Almost. Nope, half cup. Nope. But it's they're. I mean, they've they've been through a lot. So yeah. saved me more than once. I'm a big big helmet guy. So I mean, not gonna discredit anybody if they choose not to wear one because that's not what I'm about. I'm just sure. personally myself. Ninety. Mm-hmm. Probably about ninety-eight percent of the time, you'll find me with a helmet on. So yeah. I think that's the Midwest thing too, dude. Because we don't have a fucking choice. Like you go to modern, you go to, um, you go to. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna skip Ray, that because I, I had. Yeah, I'm gonna sound like a poser if I don't. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it, you go to an indoor in the Midwest, and uh, like you gotta wear one. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you grow up right indoors, and then you're just like. Oh. I've, I've got so many parks, the indoors that it, you're over 18. It's up to you, man. You don't want to wear it. You don't have to wear it. Yeah. So, Always yeah, was like that. I forgot. Modern, yeah. modern's like that too. If you don't have to wear it, you don't have to wear it. So yeah. TRP was like transitions was like that, um, especially with all the outdoor parks because they're not really monitored. They're all just free, kind of accessible, accessed open parks. Yeah. So I have a lot of buddies that don't ride with helmets. Um, it scares I, the hell. Out I, it scares the hell out of me. You know, I I definitely don't like to see anybody go down. So, but uh, yeah. if you're gonna go down, I prefer to see you have a helmet on. That's for sure. Yeah, right. all the indoors I grew up riding were like, you, like they had the riddles, so it might have been a Ponzi scheme. But yeah. like they're like, yeah, you ride without a helmet. Yeah, you catch me out in the streets. Right. I got a helmet on. Now you're in the rear of the 
If you catch me at a, B, or a BMX street jam, sure. I probably got my helmet on. Mm-hmm. So if it's not on and I'm pedaling from spot to spot, it's clipped to my helmet or clipped mm-hmm. to my bag, and it's right. on its way to the next spot. Yeah, riding street wearing a helmet. I mean, it's something that it makes sense to, absolutely. But that's got to be the hardest one to for, for people to just rally people around wearing helmets at, you know, that riding street. I would, I guess I don't try to push it on anybody. I won't rally anybody to wear a helmet if you don't want to. I personally just cannot imagine trying to send myself down a gap or down a rail. Yeah. I mean, it's like riding without pads. I mean, people who don't ride without pads either, I'm like, I feel like naked. Like, I feel like a completely different rider when I've got my pads on and my helmet on. Those West Coast dudes that'll just bomb stuff, like, naked, basically. It's insane. The, The trail guys do. Yeah, yeah that's who. Yeah. Just wear shorts. Shorts, no shirt. No shirt. Got, you got shoes and shorts on. Yeah, cut off shorts. Maybe a helmet. Yep. And then do tail whips with metal pins. Yeah, yeah they're nuts. No. Dude. I've been never understood that. Yeah, you know, but uh, I, I don't know. It just takes so little to to uh, bounce that brain around inside your skull. It's, it, it really messed you up. It's not not worth it. Nope. No, I got to ask you a quick question. Do, do you see a little Michael Laren? The beard, you know? dude. The beard. It's yeah. not just the beard, though. It's the mannerisms. It's the way you talk. Oh, the super, like... Well, well like, <laughs> articulate. Yeah, yeah. I, it's good. This is all good, by the right, way. Right, right. I don't know if there are bad parts of Michael. There isn't. No. <laughs> no, but I'm listening to you, and I feel like I'm... You know, I feel like I'm talking to Michael Aaron in a way. I don't That's know. awesome. Yeah. I've, I've met him a few times. I don't think we've actually ever, like, sat down and had a full-on yeah. conversation, but I know of him. I've, I've ridden with him a few times, and he's, yeah. a, he's a killer. Absolutely. He's, he's, just, he's just the nicest guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see that. So. Right. You also remind me of Justin Bogle a little bit, too, but that's, <laughs> but he's screwed up my, my uh, motocross fantasy picks every week, so I'm going to have to let him go. Yeah, yeah. i got to yep. let him go. I just, you know. Um, I expected a little higher out of him on that, but yeah. I agree yeah. with you on that one. I thought he was... Well, yeah, I don't know. People are dropping like flies lately, it seems like. So he may, by the end of the season, be getting top Coming back. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. there's not, not many others left. But yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't know. You feel you like wanna... we're covered? I don't, I don't... I feel like we skipped maybe some of the earlier stuff, but... Uh... You want to talk about that uh, Shadow Riding Gear edit that just came out? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, was... Just... Just, uh, you know, Gage and I were bouncing ideas back and forth, thinking that, you know, it would be great for him and I both to put a video together and, uh, you know, just try and put it out to try and push ourselves just to mm-hmm. put a sweet video out because we go to raise all the time and we've always got all these crazy, well, Gage has got all these crazy tricks on command. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, dude, let's let's link up. You know, we got Dylan, Dylan will film it. And then uh, Sam over at Shadow Riding Gear and Ronnie both agreed. They're like, yo, let's, let's do it for Shadow Riding Gear. Like, that's a great idea. Let's get it going. So yeah. we uh, clocked in, I think it was two total weekends. Really? We were yeah, we were going to film it all in one weekend. And uh, I'm telling you, by the time, by the end of the first weekend there, we were just gassed. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I, I could try and send it and wrap this video up, but I'd rather definitely come back for another weekend and, yeah. and really put a solid day in. And we were uh, kind of joking to ourselves because we get there on the second weekend that, yeah, we're going to wrap this video up. And it happened to be Old Fool's Weekend, and it was, like, just as busy as Women's Weekend. There's, yeah. there's like, hundreds of people there. And yeah. to try to be that guy, would be like, hey, can I film something real quick? But, <laughs> yeah, we just yeah. waited till later on in the day when everyone started fizzling out. When and, their bedtimes uh, hit, yeah. Yep, and all of a sudden it just, like, it fired in, and we were able to finish that video. And uh, thank you to all the guys at Rage because we actually got to stay after a few hours after they closed just to wrap nice. a couple tricks up. So. Sweet. 
Nice. Yeah. Was yeah. Paul there for that? Paul Red? Uh, I don't think he was. Nope, no, nope. He, uh, he cruised out early. I think actually on that weekend, I think he had a bad fall the night before. Oh. And uh, hit his face, and yeah, just kind of just got checked. Yeah, I think he got hung up on the way in from a really steep quarter, yeah. and uh, just went down pretty bad. So, uh, but he was up and around the next day, and I yeah. was surprised to see him there at the park. But I didn't think I don't think he was there that late at the end of yeah. the night. So, but shout out Paul. He's always been super rad. Yeah, Paul yeah. Rad. <laughs> I interviewed him. <laughs> little pun, little pun <laughs> yeah, exactly. there. Exactly. So. But yeah, Paul. Why can't even pronounce it, Bradosevich? Maybe something like that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even tried to pronounce the last name. I think it's just always been Paul Rad. So. Uh, oh, I feel like I just took a chance there. <laughs> but maybe it was right. I <laughs> yeah, don't know. You, you probably got it right. Yeah, n- n- no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, super yeah. thankful to uh, you know be able to have the opportunity to film that video for Shadow Riding Gear. And uh, super stoked on the uh, opportunity that they just gave me recently on uh, hooking me up with the bike and seeing where it goes. So we'll uh, keep charging, having a good time, and See where it goes from there. That's perfect. I, I think I think we probably should stop it now because he was Mike Tazzi wasn't kidding. It, it got loud. Yeah. Oh, Next foot door. down's going down. Foot yeah. down is starting. He's so. about to start yelling your name on the mic, asking I, where you're at. Yeah, exactly. He he will. <laughs> He's the best. So you're gonna get in on that? So why not? Down? Of course. Why not? We I think we made it just in time. There we go. You guys are lucky I didn't bring the bike. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty out there. I'm sure you can just grab one, man. Come on, come on. What's up, Murph? What's up? Murphy, yeah, Michelle, yeah. everyone. No, no, no. We got to shout out Murph. Yep. Murph's the best. Well, yeah. Well, uh, I guess before we wrap this up, I just want to say thank you, Joe, oh, again. Absolutely, for yeah. Me. And thank uh, you, Noah, for stepping awesome in opportunity. for me. No first podcast, so ah, it's a good time. Absolutely. Oh, Murph's coming in with the photos. <laughs> yeah. I get the oh, wait, where is it? There we go. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you. That was fun. Absolutely. Was great. Yeah, I appreciate it, Noah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Absolutely. Have fun out there, guys. Thank you. Bonus question time. All right. I've got a question from Greg Dixon from Illatuckiana. Let's see. He wants to know. How is it living in the murder mitten, being tech and nar? Oh, Greg Dixon. Let's see, let's see. As far as the nar tech, I mean, that's Midwest BMX. Uh, I feel like you got to be able to ride it all. It's not just pick one thing or the other and run with that. You get in moments when you got a full send and other moments where you can't full send and you got to get a little techie, so... Like I said, uh, just ride everything and have fun with it. All right, another one from Greg. What does it feel like having a bar width of a toddler? Baby bars. Oh, man. you got. <laughs> I get that one quite a bit. But uh, I guess the best response I can come back with that is, uh, it ain't about the size, baby. It's all about how you use it. <laughs>